everybody. Welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. <laughs> what a day in Bondland last week, huh? Fed meeting, jobs report, and we start off this week with the 10-year Treasury hitting 320. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about as we move forward, because there's been a lot of discussion about whether or not you should go long duration uh, has the sell-off in bond land, in treasuries, especially in the 10-year, taking its course here. And let's talk about that for a little bit. And, you know, obviously you got the knee-jerk reaction to the FOMC meeting last week, but everything completely turned around and the afterglow didn't even last 24 hours. And generally what I think was a not-so-subtle reminder is that even though rates have risen so far from where they have become, what we're talking about here, and we've mentioned this in prior blogs and podcasts, are real year yields or yields in the tips market and how such an important factor they're going to continue to be to watch when you're trying to determine, hey, where is that 10-year Treasury yield ultimately going to be headed? And what we've seen that there's been a significant correlation and in, in a blog that is out now that you know we're talking about, say, over the last five years, is quite high between 10-year nominal treasury yields and 10-year tip yields. And matter of fact, if you look, we've been moving in lockstep, uh, lockstep fashion so far here in 2022. So let's let's go to the tape, right? Let's go to the videotape here. And, and since early March, 10-year tip yields have risen by more than 130 basis points. And the absolute level is no longer negative. You're now into positive territory by the tune of about 25 basis points. And for the nominal 10-year Treasury note, and what I mean by nominal is the 10-year Treasury note or the 10-year Treasury yield, that gets all the attention, right? When people are saying, hey, what did Treasuries do? Well, the 10-year did that. That's what we're talking about when we say nominal. That yield has skyrocketed as well, almost an identical amount, over 130 basis points. And now, as I mentioned before, piercing not just 3%, but also hitting 320. So now you're looking at high watermarks that we haven't seen since 2018, which, by the way, in November of 2018, the 10-year Treasury hit three and a quarter. And I think this relationship between real yields and the 10-year Treasury is going to continue, especially with the Fed now embarking in a more noticeable fashion on their tightening of monetary policy. Remember, prior to last week, we had only had one rate hike, and in March... They were still doing quantitative ease. So all that is changing now, right? We now have another 50 basis point rate hike under our belt. And beginning on June 1st, quantitative tightening is going to take hold. And for 10-year tip shields, we still have a long way to go to match the peak that it achieved in November of 2018. So while we may be close on the nominal side, if you look at 10-year tip shields, you hit at about 115 three and a half years ago. That's 90 basis points above where we are. So that, to me, is a sign the 10-year Treasury yield could have some more room to run to the upside. And as you're finding out, tips are not necessarily an effective rate hedge vehicle. <clears throat> Rather, what I would focus on, what we've talked about before, is a strategy that focuses or centers on Treasury floating rate notes offering fixed income portfolios perhaps a better solution for rising rates. And the Wisdom Tree Floating Rate Treasury Fund, the ticker USFR, offers investors a means to tap into that strategy. And 
what we've seen during the last rising rate period from July 2016 to November 2018 and year to date, the differences between USFR and the Treasury tips index are, are quite striking. Uh, what you're looking at here are, are, you know, differentials that are essentially positive for USFR, but distinctly negative on the 10-year tip side. And so the differences being, matter of fact, if you just look at as we're talking to you today, year to date, the differences is that USFR has outperformed the TIPS index by well more than 600 basis points. And it's just a glaring example of the difference between these two rate hedging approaches. And I think one that definitely underscores how TIPS are not what you would normally think as an inflation rate hedge, because they're indexed to inflation, while USFR is indexed or resets to an interest rate instrument. And that's the weekly three-month T-bill auction. And that is closely tied to the federal funds rate. So with the Fed in, in just the early stages of the rate hike policy, we feel investors may wish to consider USFR as their preferred rate hedge tool of choice going forward. So let me end it there. I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and be well. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risk charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Securities with floating rates can be less sensitive to interest rate changes than securities with fixed interest rates, but may decline in value. The issuance of floating rate notes by the U.S. Treasury is new, and the amount of supply will be limited. Fixed income securities will normally decline in value as interest rates rise. The value of an investment in the fund may change quickly, and without warning in response to issuer or counterparty defaults, and changes in the credit ratings of the fund's portfolio investments.